Hey everyone, today I'm looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and I'm not going to read the whole chapter, only a few sections out of it. If you have your Bibles handy, you might want to follow along and see how the sections that I don't read uh, add extra support to what we talk about. So uh, we'll begin with um, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Here's what it says. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. I think this is going to be the focal verse for what we talk about, and we will come back to it here in a few minutes. Let's move on down to verse 26, which says, For consider your calling, brothers, that not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. So <laughs> most of us were not like full of worldly wisdom when we came to Christ. And we might have even been a wise guy, considered that way, at least superficially. <laughs> not really wise, right? Um, some of us, though, probably were wise in certain areas, uh, maybe financially or in politics. But few of us had power, real power, over others, right? We didn't run big corporations. Uh, we didn't have power to rule nations when we came to Christ. Though there may have been some who did. But Paul just says not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. And, and much of the world <laughs> operates on a caste system where those of noble birth, they might remain uh, in that position their whole lives long, and then their children will be that way as well. So noble birth just continues on, and they stay in that caste. It's the same for the other caste. Um, those who were janitors in life, or servants, um, even those born in the slums, they can hardly escape the low caste that they are born in. And, um, and many times, those who became Christians, they get placed into a lower class than they were born into when they come to Christ. Many times they even lose their, their family name. So I think Paul is just saying, like, most of us who came to Christ, we were of low estate when, when we trusted Christ, right? Let's continue with the next verse. Um, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. So, noble birth as a in go for your life? Shamed. <laughs> uh, to seek after power? Shamed. To treasure worldly possessions? Uh, Pleasure, silver, gold, money, nice houses, cars, shame, shame, shame. Obsessions with sex, long life, good looks, TV, shame, shame, shame. God used things that are foolish to the world to humiliate the world. Let's continue verse 28. God chose what is low and despised in the world even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast 
in the presence of God. We didn't bring anything to the table when we came to Christ. We had nothing good to offer. So, so what did God choose to shame the wisdom of the world? I think Paul told us in the very first verse that we read, that I said was the focal verse. Let me read that again. That's verse 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So it's the word of cross that will shame the wisdom of the world, right? The very thing that the world counts as foolish. And then verse 25 says, you know, it goes right along with this. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So what the world names as foolish is actually perfect and powerful, and it's full of all true wisdom, and it will bring um, the wisdom of the world to its knees, right? You know, Jesus, he was born not in a kingly mansion, but in a lowly manger, into a virgin and a lowly carpenter who were despised in their relationship even. And God even went as far as to reveal the Messiah, Jesus, the King of Kings, the creator of the universe to mankind. How? Well, by proclaiming the goodness of great joy to lowly shepherds, the lowest caste, one of the lowest castes in Israel. Then Jesus went on to choose 12 disciples, which uh, might have been classed as the dirty dozen, right? The number of a common man, fisherman, a tax collector. And I, th I think today's verses go along with the, the last couple of devotionals that, that I put on. Uh, remember how we talked about how God uses the brokenness in our bodies, our jars of clay, uh, the cracks and the bumps in, in our life. Even in the broken world, all the physical brokenness point us to the one who was afflicted and broken for us. And, and so uh, the brokenness brings him glory. It, it points us towards our healer. And now he's saying that not just our arthritis, not just the bumps and bruises in our body, but also our, our small incomes, the lowly home we were born into, um, no matter what country you were born into, no matter how many trials you face, God is able to use all lowly things that touch his children to bring great glory to himself. Like you touched on, um, sure, not all Christians are poor and of low birth, right? But <laughs> I think this is pointing to a spiritual thing for us to think about. There's one thing that all Christians should acknowledge before we ever could come to Christ. We, we had to be poor, poor in spirit. Uh, we had to know that we needed Christ. Um, we were bankrupt. We all must have realized we were, we were also not in his noble family, right? Before Christ, we had no inheritance as a child of God. And, uh, and spiritually, we, we were all poor, like I said. Uh, we're, we were needy, 
But when we admitted that to the Lord and called out to Him, He looked upon our lowly state and He exalted us uh, with His righteousness imputed into us. His death on the cross was applied to the debt that we owed. And in so doing, this power of the cross that we talked about, which was in the focal passage, it brought shame to those who thought they had it all together, the world. And, and we were given then, like the greatest treasure in the universe, uh, Jesus Christ. And, and also we were given this inheritance of unsearchable riches full of joy uh, in all things in Christ Jesus. And he will raise us up as he was raised to be with him forever and ever. Father God, thank you for your word today, Father. Thank you for Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, um, who gives us his righteousness and he, he sanctifies us, he redeems us, he makes us um, more and more like him as we keep looking to him. Father, just help us to not seek after the wisdom of the world. Uh, not to be obsessed with all the things that they are obsessed with um, so that we might find our only hope and our only rest and our only peace, our only joy, uh, true joy in you. So that as Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Thank you for your word, God. We love you so much. In Jesus' name. Amen.